the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot KKNT. My name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my partner, Gary Green, and we are Your Car Insiders. Today we're going to talk about a few topics that really don't have as much to do with buying cars or selling cars. It it actually does have a lot to do with buying and selling your car. You know what? You're right. But it's it's not going to be about buying cars and selling cars. It's about how you're affected. Oh, absolutely. Because it, it hit me right in the eyes the other day. I was helping somebody buy a Honda, and while I was talking to the guy in the Honda dealership, he mentioned to me, he says, hey, you got a 13 Mustang, don't you? And I said, yeah, I do. And he said... I'm pretty sure that your car is on the Takata recall list for the airbag deployment problem. He was correct. And he was correct. Now, I hadn't really paid that much attention to it. So I had been looking at possibly trading my Mustang for the new body style Mustang. But I was kind of waiting a little bit. Hopefully, maybe towards the end of the year, they might run a special interest rate like they did, you know, the past few years. But it's a new body style, so they might not. But when I called my friend, he said, Gary... He said, don't trade your car right now. He said, we can't, we can't sell it. Did you hear what he just said? He said, your car will go straight to the auction. Now, here's the thing I need people to understand. When you have a company as large as some of these mega dealers are, they're the ones with the big bullseyes on their back when there's a problem because they have the biggest pocketbooks. So there are certain dealerships in town that are single-point franchises, family-owned, been in business forever, and they will have you sign a form that shows that you are aware there's a recall on the car. Now, here's the problem. The recall that's on the vehicle, they don't have the parts to fix it yet. So when I went to the Ford website and stuck my VIN number in the Ford website, which is my manage my account, it popped up and said, yes, your vehicle is included, blah, 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 And I left the paper downstairs. But when it said remedy, it says parts not available at this time to repair the problem. Now, it's not really that serious a problem. The worst thing that can possibly happen is you get killed. Well, you know, that's all perspective. But, again, I think from my perspective, that's a pretty serious potential consequence. But to give you an idea, you know, we we talk about things like the news, what's going on in the auto industry, and of course, last year was arguably the the biggest year, well, it was the biggest year for recalls in North America, and not only was it the biggest year for recalls in North America, 
it was more than double the recalls of any previous year in history. Back in 2004 was the previous, I guess, record, not that you ever want to have a record in recalls, but back then it was approximately 30.4 million cars that were recalled. In 2014, General Motors beat that number single-handedly. The entire market was in excess of 60.8 million, more than double the recalls ever highest ever recorded. This year, with the Takata airbag recall announcement, initially they said approximately 34 million vehicles are affected. And every week, it seems like, every other day, it seems like other manufacturers are coming out with other models that they have that they're adding to the Takata recall. And it's mostly for the passenger airbag. And as you read into... It's the driver airbag, I think. Well, and if you look at it, in some cases, and that's part of the problem, they have about 10 different things that could potentially cause the the failure. And I'm not obviously an engineer. Gary's not an engineer. But what he's talking about is when, when you're buying a car that is potentially one of those vehicles, initially, Takata just tried to play dumb. And that's just reality. They've fought and, and, and denied and, and did lots of different things over the last several years. Kind of like General Motors knew those ignition switches were faulty. They knew. Well, Takata knew their airbags had problems. Well, I'm going to read. Dana had found some really great articles. And it could be different airbags in different cars. But I believe from my Mustang, it's the driver's airbag. And that very well may be true. And, and here's or it probably the, is true. It's your yeah. car. You probably didn't you, you yeah. would know if it was you. Uh, and here's what we have. It's this was updated eleven seven two thousand fourteen. This article was a two thousand fifteen editor's choice. Uh, massive Takata airbag recall. Everything you need to know in full, full including full list of affected vehicles. So, as the update of eleven seven two thousand fourteen, the New York Times has published a report suggesting that Takata, the knew about the airbag issues in two thousand four conducting secret tests off work hours to verify the problem. The results confirmed major issues with the inflators, and engineers quickly began researching a solution. But instead of notifying federal safety regulators and moving forward with fixes, Takata executives ordered engineers to destroy the data and dispose of the physical evidence. This occurred a full four years before Takata publicly acknowledged the problem. Now, the problem that I have with this is those engineers, whoever reported this and whoever decided, they should be criminally charged with any of the injuries that have happened from any of these airbags. And I feel the exact same way about the employees from General Motors that knew and did the exact same thing. But getting back to the problem with replacing them, because there's different types of issues with different types of cars, and it has to do with what Gary just said, the, the actual deployment of it. And, of course, they use, well, without boring with the minutia of what materials they use, the, the key is, as an example, they've replaced over 400,000 airbags. And some of them aren't even fixed correctly. Re-recalled. Yep. 400,000 of them. Of the, and here's another thing that's kind of crazy. Hear this out loud. In Japan... There was a total so far of about 3 million vehicles that were affected by the Takata recall. 
in Japan, 70% of the people that own those cars have already gone in and had the issue addressed. In the United States of America, there's over 30 million cars out there, and about 17% of the people have done anything about it so far. Well, I, I called the dealership, and they don't have the parts to fix my car. But the last update, last couple of updates— But you made the call. I'm yeah. talking about people making no effort. Now, the airbag in a Nissan X-Trail started a fire after the Takata supplied device went off with an excessive force during a crash in Japan. The passenger side airbag exploded, smashing the passenger side window and sending high-temperature fragments into the dashboard, causing a fire. The driver sustained minor injuries in the crash. Now, the last update was 7-9-2015, and it talks about Honda had to recall another 4.5 million cars, bringing the total number of cars and SUVs involved in the Takata airbag-related actions to 24.5 million. None of this newest batches were sold in North America. More than one-third are in Japan. The latest recall expands upon a mid-May recall of 4.8 million non-North American Honda vehicles. And if you heard that, those were just Hondas. Those were Hondas affected over that period of time, 24.5 million just Hondas. Now, just to give you a little bit of an idea, I'm going to go through the list that Dana was happy enough to provide. So it's Acura 2003 TL, 2002 to 2003 TL, the 2002 CL, 2003 to 2006 MDX, as well as the 2005 Acura RL. Approximately 765,000 BMWs. 2000 to 2005, three-series sedan and wagon, 2000 to 2006, three-series coupe and convertible, and 01 to 06, M3 coupe and convertible. Next, we have 330,198 General Motors Chevrolet vehicles, including GMC, 2007-2008 Chevy Silverado HD. Chrysler, 4.75 million, including Dodge. And it's the 2004 to 2010 Chrysler 300. Pretty popular car? Very. 2007 to 2008 Dodge Aspen. Not such a popular car. Daimler, which is kind of Mercedes-Benz, but it's their truck division. So if you have a 2006 to 2008 Dodge Sprinter 2500 and 3500, or a 2007-2008 Freightliner Sprinter 2500 and 3500, Dodge Ram. 4.75 4.75 million, 2003 to 2008, Dodge Ram 1500, 2004 to 2010, Charger, 2004 to 2011, Dakota, 2004 to 2008, Durango. As he's going through this list, now keep in mind, he's not even past the Ds. Right. And there's so many manufacturers that use these airbags, and he'll keep going. Uh 2009 Ram 2500 and 3500, 2004 to 10, the Ram 4500, a 2005 to 2010 Dodge Magnum, and 2008 to 2010 Ram 5500. Ford, 04 to 06 Rangers. Now, Ford's 1,380,064. 2004 to 2006 Ranger, 2005 2006 the GT, and 2005 to 2014 Mustangs. Now, GMC, including Chevrolet, once again, is the 07 to 08 Sierra HD. Honda, 
approximately 6.28 million cars, including Acura. 01 to 07 four-cylinder Accord, 01 to 02 V6 Accord, 01 to 05 Civic, 02 to 06 CRV, 02 to 04 Odyssey, 03 to 11 Element, 03 to 08 Pilot, and 06 Ridgeline. Gary, Infinity. I've got an idea because yeah. you can't possibly go through every one. And oh, we only got want... five more. Really? Yeah. Then keep going. Infinity. 01 to 04 Infinity I-30. 2002 to 2003, Infiniti QX4, the FX35, the FX45, 2006, M35, and M45. The only Lexus is the 02 to 07 SC430. There's about a half a million Mazdas. It's the Mazda 6 from 03 to 08, 06, 07 Mazda Speed 6, 04 to 08 Mazda RX8, 04 to 05 MPV, 2004 to 2006 B-Series. 104,000 Mitsubishis. It's the 04 to 06 Lancer, 06 to 2010 Raider. Really quick, Nissan, 2001 to 2003 Maxima, 01 to 04 Pathfinder, 02 to 06 Sentra. Pontiac, only Pontiac, 03 to 07 Vibe, uh, 2005 Saab 9.2X, Subaru, 03 to 05 Baja, Legacy Outback, 2004 to 2005 Impreza, Impreza WRX. STI, Toyota, 3,000,000, Corolla and Sequoia, 03 to 07 Mason. There's a lot of them. 03 to 06 Tundra and 04 to 05 RAV4. Nice. Earnhardt Honda has received the Honda Corporation's esteemed President's Award seven times in the last eight years. The President's Award is the most prestigious and coveted award that Honda can award to its dealerships. The award recognizes dealership teams that demonstrate superior customer satisfaction, new car sales volume, and business management. Approximately 15% of Honda dealerships receive the award each year, while Earnhardt Honda ranked in the top 1%. Please allow us to show you why we are the top Honda dealer in the West Valley regions. Located at I-10 and Loop 101 in the Avondale Auto Mall. Earnhardt Hyundai Avondale offers a great selection of new Hyundais and pre-owned vehicles. We pledge to offer exceptional customer service and ownership satisfaction. Located at 10401 W. Papago Freeway, Avondale, Arizona, 85323 in Avondale Auto Mall. Miller Nissan in Mesa offers new Nissans along with pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs by top manufacturers. General Manager Bill Brixey will help you find that new or used car you have been searching for in the Phoenix metro area. You can reach him directly at 1-888-993-1126. His finance staff offers expert advice for those seeking a great deal on a new car loan or lease. This service does not stop there, as Phoenix area customers frequently come in and take advantage of their professional Nissan service department and fully stocked inventory of Nissan Auto Parts. They are located at 2025 West Auto Center Drive in Mesa, Arizona. As one of the newest members of the Earnhardt Auto Centers, Earnhardt Cadillac is proud to be your choice for all of your Cadillac needs. Located at 7901 East Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they have one of the finest inventories of luxury pre-owned vehicles in the state. Have you been looking for information on your next home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodeling work. 
don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live has all those answers and more. You can always catch us doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Sunday mornings, 5 to 6 a.m. on AM 960, The Patriot. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Looking to see what's up next on The Hugh Hewitt Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. The Patriot. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT Intelligent Talk. My name is Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. Note that they were not listed in the airbag recall at all anywhere. They were not, and I was there yesterday. 8801 West Bell Road, Peoria, Arizona, 623-875-4000. Great people to deal with. Really appreciate their support of what Dana and I do, and we support how they treat their clients. You know, the thing about this whole thing with the airbags, why we're talking about this, it's not only a safety thing. It's really, really only a safety thing. But here's what's going to happen. You're going to take your car in that if your car is an 03 or an 04 or an 05 and you're trading it in, it's not really going to affect the value of the car that much. But if it's one of the vehicles that's a later model car like my Mustang, it could affect the value of the car three, dollars $4,000 because the liability involved in these cars. One dealer told me that we do not take these cars and put them in our shop and sell them. We will take every one of these cars that's traded in and take them to the auction. Now, it's kind of like what happens with the gas prices. People... When gas prices go down, the value of Prius go down. When gas prices go up, the value of Suburbans goes down and Prius goes up. And people would run out when the gas prices went crazy and they would trade in their Suburbans and they'd buy a more fuel-efficient car, but they'd take $10,000 of their negative equity and add it to the purchase of the new car. And what are they really gaining? They were very hurt. But the point that I'm trying to make is that this is a very serious recall. Okay? There are deaths involved, and this is not you know, something to, to take lightly. Yeah. If you're listening to the show and you heard your car or you think your car is there, it's very simple. Just Google Takata Recall List of Vehicles, and it's pretty accurate when it pops up. Or just call the dealership, give them your VIN number, and ask them if your car is part of the Takata Recall. Now, what I haven't seen, and I'm kind of surprised, is I haven't seen the commercials yet on TV for the lawyers looking to put together the class action lawsuits. Well, I haven't seen the commercials, but I'm sure they're well underway. I'd be shocked if they weren't. But as it relates to things like this, if you do have an affected vehicle, you know, it's, it's your wife, your children, your friends, your family that are in the car. You want to be proactive and get those airbags replaced as soon as possible. Like Gary pointed out, they're not all available. They don't have the fix for all the cars yet. 
some dealers may even go to putting like a warning sticker on the airbag for people not to sit in the occupant seat in some cars. Obviously, if it's the driver's side airbag that's affected, that's a much bigger problem. The The key is just that you're aware. And in a lot of the cases, just for awareness, we're a little bit fortunate in Arizona because a lot of the problems that have actually occurred with the Takata airbags have been in moist climates with rust and, and things that have added to, to the failure rate. That doesn't mean you're safe by any stretch of the imagination, but on the other side of it, it's less likely to occur in an arid, dry climate. Now, here's the other thing I'm going to point this is probably the last thing we're going to talk about with this today, but when you're sitting down and you're buying a car, and they bring out a Carfax or a form for you to sign, and they have highlighted on the form or they have highlighted on the Carfax recall. What they're basically doing is covering their butt. They're actually going to say to you. You knew. You signed for it. You signed for it. You knew. Was it really explained what it was? Uh, and it really boils down to, you know, a lot of dealerships will – I've seen a lot of dealerships recently have customers sign Carfaxes. Shows that the Carfax was handed to you at the time there was no issues on the car. Now, I didn't run a Carfax on my Mustang yet to see oh, it'll show. if the airbag recalls there, and I'll probably do that sometime in the next couple of days. But it, it's just, folks, here's what you need to remember. If you're looking at one of these cars, okay, you need to make sure you understand what it is you're buying. And if you're looking to trade one of those cars, you you might want to address the Takata airbag issue first rather than trying to trade it prior to it being addressed. Now we're going to talk about something that also has very little to do with buying cars but affects people and affects people greatly, and it's when you go to service. I think it affects you more than buying your car. Well, it certainly can, and what we're going to talk about is when, when a person buys a vehicle, and let's say they buy a brand-new vehicle. Well, the vehicle's under full factory warranty, and I think a lot of people, when you buy a new vehicle, would prefer to go to the dealership or to the brand that the vehicle is from to have it serviced, and there's a variety of reasons for that. One, the technicians that work, if you buy a Ford, in the Ford service department, they work on Fords all day long. They don't typically work on anything but a Ford. They use all genuine Ford fluids. They use all genuine Ford parts. And so realistically, there's benefits to going to the dealer for service. The question becomes, many times when you go into a service department to have service done, if it's a simple oil change and it's competitively priced, why would someone go to an independent? If you can, most dealerships will match a coupon from any other dealership, and for around 30 bucks, depending on if it's a synthetic oil, might be a little bit more. If it's diesel, might be a little bit more. But they're going to be as competitive as any little independent shop for a minor service like that. And so, it's kind of it's like the ad that you see for the $12,999 car because it's the hook. So when you see the thing, the ad, or they send you the ad for the free oil change, or they send you a coupon, what they're trying to do is you bring your car in for the $20 oil change, the $29 oil change. Then the guy comes out while you're in sitting in the uh, 
hey, by the way, your air filter's kind of dirty. Uh, we feel we should rotate your tires, and you need this fluid changed as well. Or a flush. Right. So now all of a sudden, your $20 oil change is $365. Now, I kind of laughed because the other day I was out with my wife, and she was going away, and I told her we're going to change the oil in your truck when you get back. So I drove over to Checker and O'Reilly, and I walked in. I bought a Fram air filter because I can buy that there for $14, and they're $49 at the dealer. I'd go with the one you went with. Yeah, and you know how long it takes to change an air filter in a Dodge Ram pickup truck? I bet it's not very long. About 15 seconds. That's pretty quick. So what was funny was when I popped open the air filter, the, the container that holds it, there was a perfectly clean not Air filter. That didn't need to be replaced. Right. Now, there are places that they actually store old air filters. And your car's sitting there, and you're sitting there drinking your coffee, and the guy comes out with this really black air filter and says, your air filter's dirty. And you look at it and say, yeah, that is dirty. Go ahead and replace it. Well, he's not showing you your air filter. And those are the people that you want to stay away from. And guess what? You can find those people at independent shops and at car dealerships. Jim and J.J. Testa, commercial fleet managers at Camelback Toyota, are truly good guys in the automotive business. They've been in the car business since 1987 and the entire time in the Phoenix metro area. They are kind of like their own dealership, very easy to work with and have the largest selection of Toyotas in the Southwest, not to mention a great selection in pre-owned and certified vehicles. A special thanks goes to John O'Malley, managing partner, for giving Gary Green his first start in the automotive business in 1988. You can reach Jim at his desk at 602-200-5520 and JJ at 602-532-4472. Earnhardt Kia, the fastest growing Kia dealership and the number one volume dealership in the Valley of the Sun. Located on Bell Road just minutes from Scottsdale and Glendale. Our locations allow us to serve all the greater Metro Phoenix areas as well as nearby Tempe and Peoria. You can visit us at 2121 East Bell Road in Phoenix or call General Manager Scott Clark at 602-345-5405. Monte Vista Cleaners. Dry cleaned or pressed garments, only $2.59. Laundered and starched shirts, only $1.75. Monte Vista Cleaners use a state-of-the-art equipment and best cleaning supplies to offer you fast same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry cleaned items and next-day service on all other times. They're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 2001. North 59th Avenue in the Glendale Home Depot Shopping Center or 8345 West Thunderbird in Peoria. Monte Vista Cleaners. Homeowners, do you regret buying one of those so-called alternative water treatment systems? Were you duped by an infomercial? Were you told it would get rid of hard water deposits on fixtures, shower glass, and dishes? You found out the hard way. The claims are false. They don't work. I've got good news. You can get a trade-in credit for the brand that actually does work, Kinetico Quality Water, a system that's truly certified to eliminate hardness, scale, and scum. 
Connecticut has been around since 1970, and there's true science behind their patented technology. They have an A-plus BBB rating, zero complaints with the ROC, and are members of the Arizona's Water Quality Association. Plus, it removes chlorine and other chemicals, so you're not showering or drinking the chlorine that the city adds to the water for disinfection. Switch from a scam to something that really works. Visit KineticoAZ.com or call 602-904-5800 for a free phone quote and more information on their trade-in allowance. Maricopa Water is the exclusive authorized independent Connecticut dealer for Phoenix and Tucson. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot. I hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I don't want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on KKNT 960 The Patriot Intelligent Talk Radio. My name is Dana Southern. My phone number is area code 602 679 8324. Gary Green, my radio show partner and friend for going on 30 years. His number is 602 525 1370. You can find us on Facebook. We have a Your Car Insiders Facebook page. We'd like you to like it if you get a chance. As some of you may not be familiar with our show since we've only been on the air here for a couple months, we have done over 200 radio shows. We started March of 2011. So it, we, we, we still keep doing it, and we still keep showing up, and for whatever reason, people seem to continue to call us and call us more. So some of the nice people are figuring it out, I promise. Hopefully more of you will. But in the meantime, let's get back to what we're talking about. When you go in for service, and again, being a general manager of a dealership, I kind of understand how the profit centers of a dealership work. A lot of people don't if they're outside the industry, but for most dealerships, not all, about 50% of all the profit that they make, net profit, comes from service and parts department, from the back end. They call it the back. And so when you go into a dealership, kind of like what Gary was describing, one of two things can happen. You can go into a dealership where they're just going to do the actual recommended repairs. And there's kind of a neat thing. When you buy a new vehicle or if you have a used vehicle, if you get an owner's manual. It's in there. It tells you exactly when you're supposed to service it, what things are recommended. And that's where a lot of times here in the desert, because we're in Arizona, 
and we're in this, you know, very dry climate, you may have to replace things like air filters more often because there is more dust. But what the dealers try to get you to do is service the car like you're on Mars as opposed to just in a different part of the country. You know, and what I end up doing is, you know, I change my oil in my Mustang every 5,000 miles. My wife's Dodge truck, we go about every 2,000 miles, but that 2,000 miles takes about five months. And the guy at the dealership actually said, Gary, the way your wife drives the car, you could probably go six months and change the oil twice a year. Uh, but there's, there's, a, there's two different ways to service your vehicle when you buy your car. They'll give you an A and a B, and they have to do with the different climates that we live in. Now, we live in a very extreme climate climate with the heat. I think only San Diego counts as normal climate. Right. Now, the, the thing that I also want to share is, Dana, if, when you leased a car for three years and 36,000 miles, did you ever do a major service on the car? Uh, not a chance, Gary. Right. Now, I will, I will share a quick, brief story. I was at my friend's automotive repair shop, and they had a truck up on the air. It was a Tahoe, and underneath the Tahoe was a stand holding the oil pan. So when I looked inside the oil pan, I'd never seen anything like it. It looked like when you cook your turkey and then you take the turkey out of the pan and you don't wash that pan right out and it gets that rubbery, congealed slime in the bottom. Was it black? It was not only black, but it was so thick. that Sludge! Yeah. The the connecting rod that broke was floating on top of the oil. So the problem that the gentleman had was he felt that since it was a lease vehicle, he didn't have to service anything. He went as far as thinking he could go the whole 36,000 miles and never pay for one oil change. Bad decision. So now when the motor blew up at 34,000 miles, the connecting rod broke. And the reason the connecting rod broke was because the car ran with very low oil pressure because the sludge wouldn't go through the oil pan pickup. And he was fighting with General Motors to fix it. And General Motors said, hey, we'll be happy to fix this. Just provide us with the documentation that you had the oil changed in the car prior to this happening. And they didn't say to him, you got to show us every 3,000 miles. They were almost sarcastically saying, just show us one. Show us two. These recommended services, if your intentions are to keep a car for 100 or 125,000 miles. Do them. Do them. Okay, but if you go past 60,000 miles and don't change the fluid in your transmission, you may not want to do it because what they always say is sometimes if you've gone too far past the point of changing it, you're better off just leaving what's in there alone. So remember, you have differential fluid, you have transmission fluid, you have power steering fluid, you have brake fluid, you have engine oil, you have coolant in your radiator okay these are all fluids that intermittently should be replaced now i never heard until i've lived here of of people draining their brake fluid flushing the lines and having new brake fluid put in it does pay well for the service department though and i i laugh because i used to have to do that all the time because i was constantly fixing something broken as a kid with my brakes
The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. They're defeated with better ideas. That's what the president said. This is a man who has renounced the fight of the battle of ideas against a hardened enemy when he criticizes the United States at the United Nations by putting ISIS on par with Ferguson, Missouri. So for him to lecture the Pentagon or ISIS or anyone who's still listening to him that we need to engage the battle of ideas, I'm ready to do it. We just need a new teacher. Weekday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to our clients. At Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people that know how to take care of a Lexus, but more importantly, people that know how to take care of you. Located at 6905 East McDowell Road in Scottsdale. Family owned and operated, Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale strives to surpass your expectations by actively listening to their customers and employees. Their goal is to simply provide an exceptional experience before, during, and after the sale. The exceptional experience is not a slogan, it's a way of life at Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale. want to feel connected at one with your world informed included and inspired so no matter where you are have an accident on the expressway. when important things happen you see this man contact authorities we're here at all hours in the moment on every device in your life your local radio and tv broadcasters we investigate and inform. Our political investigation saved taxpayers. Give back to the community. Our radio station is now accepting donations to help rebuild this community. Even save lives. It's time to just hunker down. It's too late now to leave. America's number one source for news, weather, and information on your radio, TV, computer, tablet, and smartphone. We are broadcasters. Always here for you, wherever here may be. Tell Washington local stations matter by texting radio to 52886. Furnished by NAB and the station, message and data rates may apply. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor, give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Looking to know what's up on the Dennis Prager Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. The Patriot. 
Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT Intelligent Talk. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern. And the easiest way to reach us is just pick up the phone and call us. Okay, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Now, we also have a website, Your Car Insiders. There is a contact page. But let me help you. Dana at YourCarInsiders.com. And Dana is a little more electronically controlled than I am. He collects his emails to his phone. If it were up to me, I'd leave my phone home. But I enjoy helping people. No one can ever bother me. We're always there to talk to, and we're free to talk to. And a perfect example was I have a gentleman that wants me to help him buy a car. And this leads back to the service thing and people that you trust. And I explained to the gentleman, I'm not going to help you buy a nine ten thousand dollar hundred and fifty thousand mile SUV. And just so you know, I feel exactly the same way as Gary does. Now what I told the gentleman was get me the VIN numbers, let me run car faxes for you, let me just verify the information for you and let's go from there. So one Carfax comes back salvage title two months ago. Well I wouldn't buy a car with a salvage title, let alone one that was just Done, because the misconception that the public has is that the inspection that's done to make a car a restored salvage title has nothing to do with the repair work of the vehicle. It just has; they're just verifying that the VIN numbers are in the correct spot in the car. That coupled with, if you you know, as you talk about that, buying a vehicle that's salvaged cannot be registered. It has Correct. to pass a level three inspection at the Department of Motor Vehicles. And then it becomes a restored salvage title. Correct. So we went through a few cars and this car and that car. And we So I got the email yesterday. I was telling Dana, this is the one. So I explained to the gentleman, please don't send me the pictures of the VIN number on the door plate because they don't open in the computer because for some reason your emails show up as spam and the picture's not there. So yesterday, he sent me another picture, and there was no email. So I sent him a text saying, Patrick, please do me a favor. Just text me the VIN number. So I run the Carfax, and the Carfax, if you were buying a 150,000-mile car, probably couldn't be better. The gentleman's owned the car for the last nine years. It was owned by a gentleman for two years before that. It's a 2005. It's got a history back to 2005. But he took my advice. I told him no matter what you do, I don't care. Listen really carefully to what Gary is about to say. I don't care that you can fix the car if something breaks. You still have to buy the parts. And there's nothing inexpensive about going in and buying a mass flow sensor, a this sensor, a that sensor. A catalytic converter. A switch for this or a switch for that. So this morning I got a text from the gentleman. Well, looks like this isn't the one. We took it over to the mechanic. Now, just before, earlier this morning, he got a text from the same guy saying, I found the one. Right. Now, te- that was yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday. This is today. So today, when I called the guy back, and he, he explained to me that when they took the car to the vehicle, there were no check engine lights on. However, they were still in the computer. So when you plug in a sensor... So he made a comment to me that you dis- he dis- the guy must have disconnected the battery and it cleared the codes. 
Disconnecting the battery does not clear the codes. Here's what disconnecting the battery clears. Your radio stations. Usually. So the other day when I put the battery in my car, and I didn't buy the little felt things, but when I got home, I saw there was a little corrosion, and I cleaned up the battery really good. When I went back, I was laughing with the kid. I said, you know, I should probably buy those little cloth felt protectors. And I looked at him and said, you know what? Never mind. He says, why never mind? I said, I already preset all the radio stations again if I take off the cables. So the way that they check this is there is a plug under your dashboard in 96 in newer vehicles. It goes into your ECU. Your- and they plug in a scanner. Now, the scanner will show codes that were recently in the system. So people think that they're going to outsmart the state. The check engine light's on in the car. Shut the check engine light off, drive over to emissions, and run your car through emissions. Doesn't pass. Unless the car has cycled and reset and the light didn't come back on. The point that we're trying to make is it doesn't matter whether you're buying a car, whether you're fixing a car, whether you're at a body shop, whether you're at a furniture store. It's all about dealing with people that you trust and people that treat you right. You know, and it's an unfortunate situation. My friend had a car that was involved in a car accident, pretty bad. And when he got the car back, I'd never really seen a car put back together by a major body shop that bad. So what they agreed to do was we all met at a Honda authorized body shop. So there was this parts, the body shop manager, the gentleman from the insurance company, myself, and my dear friend. Now, the one person that didn't show up who was required to be there was the gentleman from the body shop that fixed the car. And it was very obvious why he wasn't there. So what the gentleman did that was from the body shop and the insurance company, they walked around the car, and they noted all the things that needed to be repaired. So when they got all done, they explained to my friend that you're going to get your $500 deductible check back from the body shop that fixed your car. The body shop that fixed your car is going to pay for you to be in a rental car while this body shop takes your car apart and puts it back together correctly. Now, I watched the gentleman pick up the phone, call the gentleman from the body shop. He happened to answer the phone, gave him some excuses to why he wasn't there, and then explained to him what he was going to participate in the fixing of my friend's vehicle. I hope you heard that because when you, when you own a body shop and you're in a relationship with an insurance company, it's the insurance company that dictates what they pay, not, not yeah. the body shop. Now, now, unfortunately, in that world... They're called contract repair companies. And unfortunately, my opinion is sometimes they're not the best repair job shops for the job. Well, absolutely not. And, you know, without going off service too much, I, I'll give a quick story. Great friend of mine, wonderful person. He gets his vehicle in an accident, won't bore you with the details. No one's hurt. But about what looks like about five to $7,000 worth of damage has hit the car, almost enough to total it, but not enough. He takes it to the recommended body shop that his insurance company sends him to. They do a visual inspection of the vehicle, write up an estimate, give him a quote. 
he then calls me and says, Dana, I got this quote on my car. I said, where'd you get it from? I wasn't familiar with the place. I said, you need to get a second opinion. I'd like you to go see these people because they're the best people I know. He then went to another place, not the place I sent, got a second opinion, and the bid or the claim was very similar, but the parts and the labor were completely different, and what they were using and what they were fixing were not near the same. So I finally met him, kind of like Gary did, because he's my buddy, at the body shop that I wanted him to go to, had the vehicle brought there. When they got through inspecting the vehicle, they found over $3,000 more damage than either of the first two had found. It then made the vehicle a total loss and not a repair. He was then able to get about $6,000 more for his vehicle. And then for 2500 bucks, a couple of people that Gary and I know made it look brand new all over again. And it drove beautifully, and he bought it as a salvage car. But understanding the auto industry, understanding service, understanding when you go into a shop that if they're not an expert on the product that you're bringing in, and you go in with a problem, and it's not their, you know, they're not Mercedes, they're not Lexus, they're Cave Creek Auto Repair. Well, do they have the proper tools to hook into your computer to be able to diagnose it properly? Or do they, at your expense, try this? And that might cost $800, $1,000, $1,200. And if that doesn't work, well, we'll try this. You can't afford for technicians to try to, to learn on your dollar. I had a technician that worked for me, great kid, and as he was learning his skill sets and working up the ladder, when he would try to diagnose something, it would take him you know, maybe an hour and a half to diagnose something that should take a half hour. He'd then try to flag an hour and a half because that's how long he spent. doesn't work that way. I explained to him, if it takes you an hour and a half to do a half-hour job, you get paid for half an hour. You don't get paid for how long it took you because you don't know what you're doing yet. You get paid for what the job pays. Now, there's other technicians that that same job might take them 15 minutes. They still get paid a half hour. They get paid a half an hour. So the key is if you're going to a service facility at a dealership, don't think that that service advisor or that dealership is out to protect your interest. They are not. They're there to make as much profit for their company as they can. Unfortunately, some very bad people in dealerships make many recommendations that are not needed, required, or should never. It's stealing. There's no other way to put it. And people get ripped off, whether it's a small little shop or a big dealer place, every single day, hundreds if not thousands of times a day in this beautiful little valley. And if you don't want that to happen to you, call Gary, call me before you actually pay the bill, get a second opinion. Gary told me the other day, I'm one of the ugliest people he's ever seen. I got a second opinion, and unfortunately, they agreed with him. (laughs) But the point is... That's not true. But the point is, get a second opinion. Don't spend anything without making a small investment to make sure that you're not wasting what could be hundreds or thousands of dollars. Now, back to the Honda story. It's kind of... it's, It's funny how it's all connected. When you call your insurance company and you're involved in a collision, they recommend you go to one of their contracted repair shops. It's not based on anything other than that's who gives the insurance company the best rates. Best price. Now, what that's called in the insurance world is steering. Okay, And they can't legally tell you to fix your car anywhere. But what I Repeat found, that just so everybody understands. They, the last part. Who, they, where can you get your car fixed? Wherever you, you want. 
But here's what I found one insurance company doing. They called while my friend was on the phone and explaining to him where the car was and the vehicle had been brought there. Well, since they're not one of our contract repair facilities, it's going to take us probably a week longer to get out there to look at the vehicle. Are you sure you want to leave it there? Poppycock. And, and my friend turned to him and said, you know, I really don't care how long it takes for you to get out here because if you want to take a week to do it, that's just an extra week you're going to be paying for the rental car. I'm not moving my car from here. Now, after he brought up the rental car agreement part, in the insurance part, 48 hours later, they were already working on the car. And how does that happen, Gary? Yeah. But a perfect, another perfect example, the gentleman with the Honda, he felt so good about the dealership after they fixed his truck and did a great job, he took it there for service. So he said, hey, why don't you pick me up? We'll go have lunch, and after lunch, you can bring me back, pick my car up. And you'll notice we don't mention the body shop's names. We don't mention the insurance company's names. We're not mentioning the dealership's names. It's not mine and Dana's mission in life to bash or badmouth anybody. That doesn't mean that we don't have very strong feelings about certain people in the industry. Correct. Now, he called me while we were sitting at lunch. He gets a phone call, and the oil change that he got was 1900 and some odd dollars. The guy read him the list of this, 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 and this. So I will tell you this, though. We got in the car after lunch, went and picked up his truck, and we drove out to Earnhardt Honda to see Dana and my good friend, Joey Staples, general manager at Earnhardt Honda. Joey walked to the back, introduced my friend to a service advisor. We got in the car, we left, went and had a cigar, got a phone call, said, hey, Mr. Clark, these are the items that we found, and I understand what they wanted to repair at the other dealership. However, you really don't need those items repaired. The bill's about $540 to do this, this, and this. You don't need the other items. Did you hear that part? That means going to the dealership, if you know the right person, could be a quarter as much as going to an independent. Folks, have a great week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.